the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. Each week, Michael uses his coaching expertise to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Michael is a professional certified leadership, business, and life coach, serving as president of Professional Coach University, executive director of New Normal Coaching, and the lead pastor at Northwest Church. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Here's Michael. Well, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm your host, Michael Smith, and I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Today's episode has a simple title. We're calling it Sharing Your Faith. So I've thought about this. You know, there's really one word that scares both Christians and non-Christians alike, and it's the word evangelism. It's kind of scary for Christians because we feel oftentimes ill-equipped to evangelize, and it's scary to people who don't follow Jesus because they don't want to be evangelized. You know, I have always pictured growing up as a child, evangelism equating to going and knocking on the door of someone that you don't know and telling them information that you are not so comfortable about and And then growing up in the church, I learned through our youth ministry that we have this assignment in life to tell people about Christ. And so evangelism, sharing your faith, we get to be encouraged to do that in our schools. And and of course, as we become adults, we have this understanding that part of the goal is to share our faith on the job. You know, I think about it, there are evangelism formulas that people use and are taught and, and they're very helpful, these formulas, these paradigms. But sometimes, sometimes using a, a formula makes you feel like you need to be an expert in order to share your faith. So today we're talking simply about sharing your faith. There was a time where I was actually driving on the road, and in front of me was a driver that was passing uh, different cars at a high rate of speed, changing lanes from, you know, the far right to the far left and back and forth. And just, I, I slowed down and let this crazy driver go by me and, uh, caught up. I was, I was catching up. There's actually, I was the car right behind him. Space was growing and he actually hit another car. He spun out, flipped, rolled his car upside down. And I, I saw this and, and I was, I provided a statement to, to the officers about that. And they asked me about it. I just told my story. And when I told the story of what I had seen, they called me a a witness. You know, it's really the same when you think about the faith and you think about sharing your faith. It's really just telling the story about Christ of what we have, have seen. And when we tell our story, these paradigms I mentioned sometimes help us 
fit this into to a parameter that helps us explain the gospel. For example, one of these paradigms is, is known as the Romans road. It's a formula, if you will, to share your faith. Here's how it goes. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So what we learn from that is God alone deserves glory, and all of us fall short of his glory. And the truth is, we're all really in the same boat. We, we all face this shortfall of God's glory. And what we see is that the Romans 6.23, now the wages of sin, we fall short of his glory, the wage of our sin, is death. This idea of a wage is something that we, we earn. So the earnings for being alive, born in sin, is that we die. Well, the Romans road continues to help in describing Romans 5, 8, that God demonstrates his love for us in this. While we were sinners, so we're deserving death, Christ died for us. So Christ died for us, and it's an act of love that he loved, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. Greater love is no one than this, and he who lay his life down for his friends. So back to Romans 6.23, the Romans road would teach us that although the wages of sin is death, the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So if the wage is what we earn, eternal life is not what we earn. It's actually a, a gift. It's a gift. Life is the opposite of death. But but we, we we receive life as a gift. You know, it's kind of like you give someone a birthday gift, you put it in their hand, and, and it's not theirs until they, they take it out of your hand. It's received. And what we learn from Romans is this, that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord or receive that gift will be saved. So we have these paradigms. We're talking today about sharing your faith. We have... This idea, you know, it reminds me of some of these movies. I can remember when the movie came out, Left Behind. This is an apocalyptic story about the end of the earth. It's set in a contemporary setting where believers are raptured uh, to be with the Lord, and they leave all the non-believers on the earth. And we see that, and it's it's chaos. And you know, there's all these other Christian movies that talk about things like this. War Room. You know, it's not really about Jesus coming back, per se, but it's this fight of the faith versus not faith or no faith, or God's not dead, another movie. It's a story about combating the pressure to deny Christ. But movies that, you know, not just about Christianity, but but about Jesus coming back, like Left Behind, reminds me growing up, there's this presentation in many churches called Heaven's Gates and Hell's Flames. And the whole idea is it showed what it was like to be in heaven, and it showed what it was like to be to be in hell. And And what I learned from that is evangelism often focused on either— avoiding hell, or gaining heaven. And I thought that was fascinating. So today we're talking about sharing your faith, and as we understand that, I want us just to think about that for a moment. Again, as a, as a child, I would hear sermons about Jesus returning to take the church to be with him forever, and, and I believe this is true. Jesus will return to take the church to be with him. But I can remember a time when my parents, uh, we would always come home from school. My parents would come home a little bit later. So we had this these times in junior high where we were alone. And then my parents would come home, we would do dinner, etc. And my parents were both running late. And and the question was this, did I miss it? Did Jesus come back and I missed it? I, I was actually a little nervous. I was scared about that. So our faith, however, is about life. It's not really, it's about life and it's about death. It's about life because, really, when we become followers of Jesus, we are new creations. We have a new life. 
but we also inherit eternal life. We know Jesus. He's the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus even told his disciples, if you come after me, here's the death part. You have to deny yourself, pick up your cross, and follow me, for whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses it for my sake will find it. See, faith is about life and death. It's about denying yourself. It's about suffering. Life in Christ actually comes through the death of self. So when I think about the sharing your faith, it's not just about knowing Christ, but it's about sharing that you can actually gain what what Christ has for you, but you have to die. And telling that story, I can remember being a, a child, elementary school, into my junior high years, I had some neighbors that were not believers. And I wanted so badly for them to know Jesus. And I would talk to my friends. I would talk to adults in our church. And we would pray for my neighbors. And I would learn and how, to, how to share my faith with them. And, you know, just like you, many of you listening today have a burden for people that are in your circles. Maybe a burden for people to know Jesus. You want to share your faith. These people might be your family members, co-workers, friends, neighbors. So I have a question about sharing your faith. How does sharing your faith actually work? <laughs> How does it work? Part of it starts like this. People have to know that you're a believer. At some point, you know, I, I know that people talk about the fact that actions speak louder than words. and I think that can be true. But also if we say nothing, we're, we're not proclaiming anything. <laughs> so, so I want us to be able to also articulate the fact that, that Christ is, is one who can forgive. People need to at some point know that you're a Christian and maybe you invite people to church or maybe you share the gospel. I don't know what it's like, but something has to give. And that's what we're going to talk about actually in detail in the second half of the show. And I'll set it up with this story. In high school, I actually led about nine of my friends to the Lord the last year and a half or two years of, of my high school career. And about a dozen came overall because some have led others to the Lord. And how did that happen? How did people know that I followed Jesus? And how, how did I bear that fruit? Well, I would stop by a local church on the way to my school. It wasn't even my home church. And I would pray often one or two times a week before school with others praying for our school that people would meet Jesus. We would go to these events uh, once a year, see you at the pole. We would gather around the flagpole and pray, and people would see us there. There was a time I would take my, my Bible as a, a junior in high school, senior in high school. I'd open up my Bible and pray or read my Bible while sitting in the hallway before school right in front of my locker. So, so people would see that I had some sort of behavior that identified with Christianity or, or, or with the faith. I, I would invite people to church. But what's interesting is you could do these behaviors and go to these events and invite people to something. It doesn't always communicate that you are yourself a follower of Jesus. So I started to learn to articulate that I was a Christian, that Jesus had for, forgiven me of my sin. And I, I followed him and, and it became my burden to not just be a Christian. It became my burden to not just tell others about Christ but to discover ways to disciple people. So that started with admitting I was a Christian and making that public. It continued with invitations to church. It continued with praying and reading my Bible in front of people, inviting people to church. But really the goal was, how can I share my story as a witness with other people? And that's what we're talking about in today's episode. 
sharing your faith. We're going to dig into a few paradigms, a few thoughts, a few examples as we get into the second half of the show. But I want you to consider, how am I sharing my faith? So we're about to go to break, and I'll be back. I'll talk quite a bit more about sharing your faith. So stay tuned. You're listening to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. And you're listening today on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. And we're back. Thank you for staying tuned to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm Michael Smith, and I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Today we're talking about this topic of sharing your faith. We opened up that conversation at the beginning of the show, but I wanted to ask this question to kick off the second half of the show. How can I get started sharing my faith? We're going to talk around this question for the the entire entirety of the rest of the show. And one of the things that you can do to get started in sharing your faith is to commit to pray. And as you pray, to pray for empathy and love for those who do not know Christ, to to understand their perspective, to put yourself in their place, but yet a a, a love, love your neighbor, right? A, A love, a regard, a concern for those who don't know Christ, and to pray that 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 God would fill you with that. In addition to empathy and love, we need to pray for wisdom to take advantage of opportunities. I know some people pray for opportunities to witness, and you can do that. I also believe that several opportunities exist right in front of us. The, the, the idea is to pray for wisdom to take advantage of those opportunities that we can actually witness, share our faith when the opportunity arises. But we also need wisdom to, to not only preach, but to also model. I like to call it to model and to mentor. So we have to show it, model it with our behavior, model our faith. But we mentor our faith through this discipleship, through conversation, through evangelism, discipleship. So the first thing we could do is pray. The second thing we could do, here's what I emphasize, is we coach. So discipleship coaching really is about two words, the words discover and align. The idea is that we, as a disciple maker, help people discover biblical truth. And as they do that and understand what the Bible says, we coach them, we support them, partner with them to align their life, their behaviors, with the truth that they're learning about in God's Word. So we help people discover biblical truth and align their life with it. So we pray, we coach. Another thing we can do to share your faith is to get a partner, someone that you can have accountability with and to share stories of encouragement with, be an encouragement, a prayer partner one for another. And you can pray together for specific people and situations. You know, here's something else you could do to get started sharing your faith is to start within your circle. You might already be a team mom for a sport. You might be in a pickleball league or a volleyball league or a bowling team, or you might play fantasy football. Depending on what you do, you're in these circles and then use the opportunities and relationships in those circles to share your faith. But another thought besides prayer, coaching, get a partner, 
start with your circle, is you can deliberately engage in contexts to share your faith. Maybe you can coach soccer, become a room mom, get into a book club, all with the goal to share your faith. And this is what we're talking about in today's episode is sharing your faith. So what's the pattern to share your faith? You know, it starts with with you. The first thing you have to do, I have to do, is to draw close to God. I don't know what your plan is for drawing close to God. For mine, it includes you know, reading my Bible, praying, being part of the church, a small group, taking assessments of my spiritual life and developing uh, my spiritual character. But it's not just drawing close to God. It's also sharing the gospel message. When I think about sharing your faith, it's actually sharing the hope as an eyewitness of what Christ has done in our own life. Share that hope is available to others. It's kind of like this. Sometimes we think by telling one story, we we think people should become followers of Jesus, and it would be great. But the Bible teaches us that sometimes we are just planting seed, and other times we're just cultivating it, watering seed. At some point, there's a harvest. God's the one that makes it grow. So let's just keep doing our part, telling our story, being an eyewitness of what God has done in our life. But there are evangelism strategies, and one of the things I want to give to you today about sharing your faith is a strategy. And So here's five points that that you can use to share your faith. Number one, get to know people. (laughs) If you want to share your faith with someone, get to know them. Know their name, their family, some facts and details about their life. But not just get to know the facts. Number two, take an interest in their life. If you want to share your faith with someone, let's get to know those people, understanding their interests and hobbies and find out what they're involved with and talk with them about that. I'm not a car guy, but I led someone to the Lord who was a big time car guy. And I did that by just talking about cars. I mean, I enjoy cars, but it wasn't necessarily my thing, but it was it was his thing. And I think that's what we need to do when we share our faith is get into their world. You know, I think it's also important to identify uh, that that we're Christians. I think we need to promote curiosity about Christ and other people. There's some things we can do. So get to know them, take an interest in them, share that we're Christians, promote curiosity, and then finally share the gospel message. We've got to share the story of Jesus. So there's an organization named Dare to Share, and I'm thinking I'm going to give this to you quick because I, I think you might want to rewind this and gather what I'm about to tell you as it relates to sharing your faith. They take an acronym called GOSPEL, G-O-S-P-E-L, and it's a, a sort of a guide on how to share your faith. And here's what, what it says, GOSPEL, G, start with the fact that God created us to be with him. O, GOSPEL. Our sin separates us from God. So God created us to be with him, but our sin separates us from him. The next letter in gospel is S. Sin cannot be removed by good deeds. So we must P. Pay the price for sin. And the fact is Jesus died and rose again for that. E. Everyone who trusts in him will have eternal life. And that's the L. That life is available with Jesus. And it starts right now. 
So there's an organization called Church Evangelism Institute, and it's part of the Wheaton College initiatives. And I've uh, had the pleasure to be hired by them to do some help in coaching and mentoring. And I coached uh, cohorts for them and have helped other people do the same thing. There's actually been several cohorts that exist. And one of the things I've done is coach them and, and to help help these cohorts of pastors learn to grow their church through sharing the gospel. And in fact, one of the the people that were were doing that, that was in one of the the cohorts I was coaching, wrote her doctoral thesis on this process about sharing the gospel. So we can learn how to do it from listening to a radio show or podcast or getting an education or just reading the Bible. The goal is we must share. We have to share the truth. During that that experience at, at Wheaton College, we used an acronym that was created by Dave Ferguson. And here's what he wrote. He calls it the BLESS method, B-L-E-S-S. We're talking about sharing your faith. The B, he says that it begins with prayer. And I think this is so powerful because as we share our faith, it's not what we do. It's about communicating with God and allowing him to work in and through us. And then what I love about it is it doesn't move right into talking. It goes to the L of BLESS is to listen, where we listen and really we don't talk. We hear, we, we connect with them. We, we resonate with the people we want to witness to. And then the E is we eat. <laughs> we fellowship, right? We engage. We have a relationship with people. What I like about this is, is the, the last two S's. One is serve, where we serve their needs. And then finally, we, we ask, we tell the story. We share our story. So listen to the words of Jesus. Therefore, Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded. Surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. We're taught to go. That's evangelism. Make disciples. That's discipleship of all nations. It's a universal message. We're taught to baptize them. What does that mean? When we baptize someone in water, we baptize them into the unity of the fellowship of believers. It's about bringing them into the family. And this is all done and with the relationship with God, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the one true God. What we do is we disciple or we equip, we teach. What are we teaching? That people would observe what Jesus taught. And here's the promise. As we share our faith, it's not about us. It's about God. He will be with us. So that poses this question today. Do you want to get better at sharing your faith? Are growing in Christ? Do you want support growing in Christ? Are, are you curious about growing in Christ? We want to partner with you right here at Your Discipleship Coach. We'd love to coach you on any topic, your, your discipleship endeavors, spiritual life, personal business life, any area of your life. You know, you can access our free coaching readiness questionnaire right at the website, yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. And we would love to be a partner with you. So visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. Be sure to follow this show and podcast. And I want to say thank you to our sponsors who have provided a way for us to make this show available to you. You're listening to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life because of... Chicago Indian Church at chicagoindianchurch.com because of Professional Coach University, where you can maximize your personal and professional potential, where you can become a certified coach or invest in yourself through personal development opportunities 
Just visit professionalcoachuniversity.com. I hope you're inspired to share your faith, and it's been my pleasure to be with you today. Thank you for listening to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'll remind you that I am for you, and God is for you. And if God is for you, who could be against you? Thanks for listening today on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Thank you for listening today to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. We hope you feel encouraged to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Be sure to follow Michael and Your Discipleship Coach on social media. You'll find the links at yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. And while you're there, you can click the Give Now button to support this show and to provide scholarships to pastors and Christian leaders to receive coaching. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. That's yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. Partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.